0: Have you been called to do something bigger, something more meaningful with your life? Welcome to the Leap to Purpose Podcast, where we explore the stories of those that have taken an entrepreneurial leap to follow their dreams and live their purpose. Hi, and welcome to the Leap to Purpose podcast. I'm Kurt Black, your host, and today my guest is Michael Vale. Michael's an entrepreneur and the founder of Cedar Sense, an online store featuring all natural cedar products. We chat about his journey from the lumber mill to entrepreneur, and he shares with me his advice for others thinking about taking a similar leap. So with that, let's hear from Michael. Welcome, Michael. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Kurt. Thank you. Great. I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Um, so, uh, first of all, why don't you just give your uh, a little bit about your background and kind of some of these businesses you started?
1: Sure. Uh, my main business that, that I started back in 2019 is a company called Cedar Sense, uh, just like the tree, uh, where we specialize in in we're a natural alternative to mothballs. Okay. So something, something about C- that a very uh, less known thing maybe that people don't know about cedar is, is inside of the oil of cedar contains, uh, uh a, pe- a natural pesticide. And it actually, and I don't know if anybody, if you've smelt it, Kurt being up in upstate New York, I'm sure you're you know, Familiar with cedar, but you know,
0: my grandmother had a complete closet made of cedar oh. and she would store like it, it, the whole closet was oh. made of cedar and they would store a lot of, uh, you know, her, her really nice clothes in there.
1: So, so what kind of happened, Kurt, and because I used to work at a lumber mill myself back when I was in high school and then kind of yeah. right out of high school. And And the guy that owned that, I was pretty good, pretty good friends with, you know, his son was in my grade and everything. And he would always talk about how there was a huge cedar movement in the seventies and eighties, and it kind of died off in the late eighties. And, and then, you know, you stop seeing these houses. If you see houses after the, you know, eighties for the most part around this area, they don't have those cedar closets anymore. And it's, it's kind of a. A dying art form, I think what happened is people went more into the technology phase, into the what's quicker, you know, and what's plastic and all that, you know, Mm -hmm. and now we're slowly starting to come back into the all naturals into the, you know, people are, are liking that sort of stuff more. And so I just, when this opportunity came to start this company. I always love cedar anyways when we have it in that mill when we were young. I, I used to love the days where it's on cedar because this the smell would be would oh, be yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And now I kinda I think there's gonna be a trend coming back to this all natural. Well, there already is a trend of all natural, non-toxic, but of cedar coming back into the into the mainstream and, and, and when it does happen, we'll be there. So it'd be kind of,
0: be <laughs> it's really so, interesting. Cause I, yeah, I remember the closet being a big deal and mothball you know, like I, I didn't know if maybe just this moth problem had died off and, you know, now we don't have any problems anymore, but uh, yeah, that was a big deal. And it, that would have been in the seventies for sure. When uh, this was in my grandmother's house.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the cool thing about Cedar is, it, is it's, it's smell lasts generations. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, my uncle's got an old, cedar chest in, in his basement you open up today you know he got it in the 70s and you can still smell the cedar so it, it's it's a really cool it's a really cool plant it's a really cool uh you know tree it's it's the yeah. native americans i'm from a reservation over it's the native bears uh called it a uh, power plant you know it's, yeah. it's there's a lot you can do with it
0: and it's a really hard wood isn't it like compared to pine or something like that it's,
1: it's a little harder than pine, but it's it's still considered uh in the softwood category.
0: Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of cherry, but, yeah, but it,
1: it, is, it is a little bit harder than the pines.
0: Yeah. So, um, let's go back to, so you said you started out wa- working in a sawmill, um, kind of what was your first seedling of thinking of an idea of, Hey, maybe I'll be an entrepreneur someday and not work at the sawmill. What, like kind of how, tell me that, how that happened.
1: So, uh, you know, I think, I think anybody kind of always, no matter where you come from or who you are, you always kind of have this, this vision of, you know, how, how can I make it big someday or how, you know, what's going to be my calling or, or what do I do to make, make that money? You know? And, and so I, you know, when I worked in that sawmill, I only worked in there until I was around, you know, 21 years old or so. I'm 38 right now. So mm-hmm. it's not like I've went from the sawmill to the, to this. It's just, you know, that's what I, that was kind of in my, my growing. Right. Yeah. Right. uh. Um, you know, and then after after that, you know, I go I got into construction into uh I was an inspector and a consultant for eleven years and the money was really really well, but the uh the travel was hard on the family. So in 2019, this opportunity came up to be able to start my own business. And I just I you know I left a hundred and forty-three thousand dollar a year job to to do this and, and basically start from scratch. So it was kind of a it definitely was a uh a different pace and, and, and it was crazy. A lot of people thought it was crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. And so is this, I mean, are you a manufacturer or what, what is the kind of the core business?
1: We do, we do manufacture some of our products. So not all of our products are just cedar based. We do make these uh, burnt wood American flags. Uh, They come in various sizes from 17 inches up to 62 inches. And, and that I do manufacture right here in, in the shop. Um, my cedar, I do use a supplier mm-hmm. and then I, but I do design all my packaging. I, I do all, you know, everything, all the legwork and stuff is me, except for I do use a supplier for my cedar products. Okay. And so
0: I'm like, this is, I just love to um, uncover the story. So you're, you sawmill, mill yeah. uh, in construction, doing inspecting, like inspector okay. Um What was there something that always kind of wanted to own this type of business or did it just, was it kind of just, a
1: it fell in your lap and you're like, yeah, I could do that. Or how so, did that work? Sure. Great question. So I, that kind of, I was kind of looking to get out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I almost started my own inspection company the year before, right. It just, it just didn't happen. Uh, and that was kind of a tough pill to swallow. I kind of thought that was that was going to be it. That was going to be the big thing. Didn't happen. And I was looking into maybe getting into some storage units with my brother, just so maybe I don't have to work. You know, I could take some months off during the year, don't have to be away for so long. And then one day when I was driving home from work in August, 2019, I saw this advertisement that it, it changed my life. It, it's, it was all about selling on Amazon, hmm. being able to learn how to sell on Amazon. And I bought it and it's, it's basically like going to college, you know, to sell on Amazon. They don't teach you anything else but that, um, but they don't, they don't give you a product. They don't do all that. They just tell you, you know, how to maybe help you find a product and everything. Mm-hmm. And it came down to a few, and there's a few different factors that go into finding which products going to work on Amazon and not. And it came down to the, you know, the, these the Cedar product and like three or four other. And I just, man, I, I just had this calling towards the Cedar product. Cause it's just because of my background in Cedar already. And, and being from the North, I'm, I'm from Northern Minnesota. I'm from a town. I live in a town right now of, of 400. I grew up <laughs> in a town of, of a thousand. So I, you know, a r- very rural, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is you know, I grew up hunting and fishing still, still do. And it's, yeah. I thought, man, this, this is what I would like a little bit more and went with it, ran with it and. This is where we, are, where we are today.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I You know, so I've worked with a lot of coaches and they've taken courses like could be selling on Amazon or how to, you know, create an e-commerce site or all these different things. So that's really interesting. Um, what would you say, like, uh, kind of tell me, so you get this course, take the training. Uh, I don't know if it was online or you went to a, a workshop oh. or something, but um, what, what did you do first? Like, how? how did, And they probably laid it out. I mean, going to the okay, so told you step by step.
1: They they do and they don't. And I did things that are so much different than what they did. So before before even selling on Amazon, I took my product and because I at that time I was packaging my product and everything. You know, came up with the packaging, had that shipped to me. At came up, you know, the product shipped to me. I mean, we're literally the first time. The first time we did this. I got our kids sitting in the living room packaging these cedar rings. (laughs) It's it's kind of like a whole family. And then it got too crazy. So we had to take it to the garage, you know, and then we're all, you know, I got my son's packaging for me and I had this idea of they teach you how to do giveaways on Amazon to try to rank you, you know, ranking means getting up to the first page. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought, you know, I don't want to do a giveaway. I don't. And that's what every, I, I always kind of have thoughts of if everybody else is doing it, Maybe by the time I heard it, I'm already behind. So maybe yeah, I got to right. think of a different way to do things. So I thought, Hey, maybe if I build my social media, I get into, I can get my product into all these stores and then I can roll with it there. And that will build the steam of getting a boost to sales in the beginning to get myself ranked. And you gotta, Kurt, I knew, I know absolutely nothing about all of this right at this time. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's all these uncharted waters I'm going into. So I just started going into these mom and pop stores in a town that's a little bit bigger than us, you know, 15,000, big, big town, yeah, you know? big, town yeah. big town of 15,000. And I started going into these mom and pop places with a product that they've never heard of. Like at this time, I don't think the masses have even heard of this. Cedar rings is one of my, was my first product. I don't think hardly anybody's heard of it yet today. That's kind of the exciting part for me. And I got into like 24 stores in Northern Minnesota. And I think about 10 of them before I launched on Amazon. So that kind of gave me a boost on Amazon and, and got things kickstarted and, and just learned, learned along the way, had my ups and downs. And, you know, I got told no a hundred times. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you just, you know, we're going to make this work somehow. And, and, it, and it it's really worked. cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and so uh, like, so with the first product you had, did you say you found that somewhere and found a supplier or you were making yep. that? Yourself.
1: Nope, I found that and found a supplier
0: in your packaging. Okay. And yep. created kind of your own brand and everything. Yep. 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 And so um, <laughs> that's really cool. Was there ever a point where you and, or your wife were going, um, was it, what, that inspection job? Remember that one? That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, is sure this is the right thing or?
1: I'm pretty sure there was a point where she maybe <laughs> thought I was on drugs. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it should have been drug tested, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot, I kind of a few people thought that, but yeah, it but, was, it's not like that anymore. It's actually really cool. Very, yeah. very supportive. But no,
0: I, you know, I don't, I don't know what you think, but it is kind of like really important to have a vision and push through, like you say, you get a lot of nose, but if you have a vision of what this could be, then um you push through that nose, I guess, easier. Did, did you have that Oh, innately. Or did, did the course help you see?
1: No, I had, I had the vision from the beginning. It was yeah. pretty crazy. Uh, like I was, I, I thought at first I was going to be able to to have my career and do this maybe on the side. Mm-hmm. And I realized in the first week, I, I wasn't going to be able to do that. It's just, I mean, I had sleepless nights and, mm-hmm. and I just knew that I would be, I'd be ha- half assing. Both. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't do that. I had to, I had to focus everything in the one and, and it was, you know, sitting there thinking to myself and I, you know, I'm seven hours away from home and you know, it's, it was real scary for me yeah. to just give up that security and everything that I worked for. And, and I, and I worked myself to a pretty good spot and I just thought at the end of the day, 20, 30 years from now, I don't want to have a regret that I should have did this, you know, and and that just kept replaying in my mind and replaying in my mind that, that if I don't do this, I can regret it. And I didn't want that. And at this time, I didn't even have a name on my company yet. I just had a product. So I didn't even come up with this yet. And I'm sitting here having visions of talking to people, you years from now, you know, and I, I, I vision the success of it, and I still do every single day. So, and and it's ups and downs. There's not every day is a is a beautiful day. So it's yeah. it's just that 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 keeps it going.
0: I don't I don't think you know. There's very few companies that, or any you know, entrepreneurs that, it's all rainbows <laughs> and unicorns. You know, if
1: they are, they're not an entrepreneur. They're a liar.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> or they're not pushing themselves. Are hard. they trying?
1: Are they trying to sell you something? One of the two. Yeah, you
0: know, one of the two. But um, that's uh, so. Um, one of the things I'd love to just kind of learn from everyone is, is the obstacles they've run into, or maybe some lessons learned, uh, like what, w- you know, what are some lessons you've learned along the way so far that you could share with people sure. thinking doing the same thing?
1: So, especially in the beginning, as, when you say obstacles, Yeah, I remember in, in the, and I still have them to this day. They're just a little bit different now, but I'd have these things, I I would call them Eureka moments. I, I would look at it like, You know, there's a challenge in front of me. I have no idea how to, how to get past it. But the fact that you got to have this spirit that you're not going to give up. So that's the, that's one of the life lessons right there. It's just, you got to have this, like, no matter what it is, you're going to figure out a way to get through it. You're going to figure out a way to beat that challenge. And every single time you get past one of these things, there's a eureka moment on the other end, you know, or you just, you feel like, (laughs) you, you know, you, you've slay the dragon or you, you you beat your opponent or or whatever you want to call it you know but yeah. it it seemed like in the beginning you had a lot of them but they were small mm-hmm. you know but there were a lot they came and now it seems like there's not so many but they're big <laughs> but it's <laughs> interesting yeah yeah but they're still the same thing it's still a challenge and sure. uh, now you, like you, you're so conditioned to to having to figure out how to do these things now that you just know it. you don't get so scared of them anymore and you almost expect them, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. even when they're unexpected. I mean, right. I just, I just had this huge unexpected one come up recently, but it's, you don't, you know, you don't go hide in a corner and, and cry. It's just, right. you have, I mean, to get, things
0: are always changing and exactly. you just kind of condition yourself to deal. Like, I think uh, the biggest thing, an entrepreneur is a problem solver. exactly, exactly. And, and, you know, I love that, the the spirit of not giving up. I have this big quote that I, uh, you know, love that is just believe in your ability to figure it out. You know what I mean? If you, if you can believe in your ability to figure it out, you can get through a lot of stuff and have the courage to, to take a leap.
1: And as, as an entrepreneur, it's, it's a lonely world. It It is. It really is. And, and your success, and this is where I think maybe some people may make mistakes is they think your successes should be just exalted and put on high. <laughs> and a lot of times your successes don't even get seen, but in, inside yourself, you know how much they've meant. Right. right? You know how, how important that success was. In, and I think if people are, are looking to get into entre- entrepreneurship for the glory of, of it all, they're not going into it for the right thing. And I don't know how long that you're able to contain that, you know, and, yeah. and, and why I started this company in the first place was because the reason that I had to be on the road working and because I was away from my family and there was an opportunity in this area and and there still isn't really to a point. Um, and I, I believe that I want to change that. And that I think that's a, I think that's a thing that's always been on my side as far as why this, why things are working, why people have belief, belief in me and, and what's going on here. So
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I always picture somebody, I can't even remember where I saw this, but I saw um, a illustration of entrepreneurship and it was a iceberg and it was showing just, you know, you see the tip of the iceberg above the water and this huge portion of the iceberg below the water with failure, you know, underneath the water, which you don't see is failure and, you know, all these different challenges. People just see that little tip of the iceberg of the success and go, oh yeah, that's, but they don't see or appreciate all the the challenges and smaller wins that weren't visible to people under the water. So I think that's, that's really a huge,
1: you know, and, and Kurt, I think it takes us, it takes us a, a certain type of person. Yes. You know, it, it takes a person that, that wants challenge. <laughs> That's all there is to yeah. it. Right?
0: Or it has a, a slight bit crazy, but um, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah I, maybe. I, I'm sure I've uh, thought I, myself I,
0: I, crazy quite a few times, but I didn't yeah. did
1: play football. So I might've get hit in the head a few times. <laughs> I, yeah, always no, tell, I always, tell people, right.
0: I, I always I think, tell
1: people, I'm just, I'm too dumb to be told. No, I'm not smart. There's nothing, you know, yeah. great about me. I just don't tell me I can't do it.
0: And yeah. That, that, You know, I mean, I, I, you say that, and I just think there's actually uh, quite a bit of truth to that. The people that, if you look at the people that have been successful, you you know, either, you know, not, you say not uh, smart enough to know, but um, I think it's just to have the courage, you know, they're not, they're the ones that take action, you know, and, and jump and take, you know, this podcast called leap to purpose for a reason, because, you know, you've got at some point to take a a leap of faith and just do it and take action. You can't, you know, you don't become an entrepreneur by taking these courses and not doing anything. You got to take a course and implement and execute. And so, and
1: and that's a funny thing that you say there, uh, because in this course, I've I've met a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, they sell different types of things on Amazon and and I've actually advised a lot of people. A lot of people have come to me personally and reached out to me for help and people helped me in the beginning. So I always, I help people all the time. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, but one of the biggest things that I come across is when people are sitting on that fence and that's right then and there, I can kind of, I can kind of hone you in a little bit and right. like, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should do that. And I always think, you know what? The worst thing you can do is sit in that fence you either yeah. do it or you don't do it. But if you're sitting on that fence, you're gonna waste time. You know, and that's more important right now than anything, especially in the beginning, is your time and where what you're focusing on, what you're trying to learn. And so if I could give anybody any type of advice that's trying to get into this entrepreneur world, it's don't sit on the fence on things. You either get off, you either you don't do it or you do it. And when you do it and you make the mistake, because that's the biggest reason why you're sitting on that fence, because you're scared to make a mistake you have to realize that mistakes are a part of this too right you you almost you don't of course you don't want mistakes but you know if you're making mistakes you're heading in the right direction in a a weird way because you're learning from them and you're making moves where maybe other people aren't making moves and that's that's another thing don't give up don't sit on the fence (laughs) i guess that's (laughs) two big Um, things right there uh,
0: those are two good things i mean that's um I think those are like really kind of the core recipe for success for a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. So with don't with like do it or don't do it. Do you feel like when you're, cause I, I, I see a lot of people on the do it or don't do it and they're consuming information and it, you know, and perfectionism is really kind of, to me uh, you're hiding to like, you don't really want to put it out there or take a chance. And so it, for all these people that you kind of see on the fence, can you look at them and figure out, like, have you
1: ever told anybody, don't do it? <laughs> you know, just No, I, no I, I, don't. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. Because, you know, for the most part, you know, I don't know your background. I don't know. I, you know, I might know you, what you're trying to do. But I don't want to sway somebody into that. Right. Because everybody's built different. You know, yeah. and, and maybe timing isn't there for that person yet, or, or maybe it is. Yeah, But I, I say, I I always say, don't sit on that damn fence, either get off it one way or get off it the other way. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I, and all I can do is tell my story and what I've done, you know, and how I think. And and that's one of the reasons why I do a lot of, I have a YouTube channel. I, I do a podcast myself too. And, it, and it's because I think five, 10, maybe 20 years from now, you know, people are going to ask, you know, how did you get to this point? And I'm gonna say I'll say a sentence or two, and then I'll say, go back and listen to my podcast back in 2021, 2022. Yeah. You know, that, that mindset is the same mindset I, you know, that maybe you, you might have here if you want to start doing that. So, and it's not, you know, you're not going to do exactly what I did, but the mindset's there. Yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I I absolutely agree. And, you know, I think part of that is just um, the getting started part is hard for a lot of reasons, but one uh, you know sitting on the fence of just not wanting to make a mistake and you know podcasts are a great example right cuz you've yeah. never done a podcast um, it's intimidating to do the first it 1 is. 2 10 but if you can get through doing them and yeah. and just can live with the awkwardness or like the oh okay i don't know how this is going to go or um, and, but then you start to really hone that and figure out and so it's with anything, not just a podcast, but I think as you start to do it, you just develop a skill and, and get better at it and, and feel more comfortable and, and all of that. So what,
1: what I kind of tell people, especially people that are wondering if they should do this or not, as I tell them, it, it's actually so much, it's simpler than you think to start. It's, it's not that hard to start, but once you start, it's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. <laughs> you know? yeah. So that, that's what I kind of if I could say anything to anybody that's thinking about starting this, the start of life lifestyle, that would be it. it. You know, it's, if you really just dig your fingers into it, it's not very hard to start, but you better be ready for the challenges ahead of you because you will get challenged. And yeah, if it's anything like all mine was, there'll be small challenges leading into bigger challenges, but you just got to keep pushing through those walls. Right? You either go through the wall, over the wall, around the wall, under the wall, <laughs> you know, you just keep going yeah. through those barriers and, and good things happen on the other side of that.
0: Absolutely. I, I mean, uh, like we talked about before, I think the best description of an entrepreneur is a problem solver. And if you yeah, like yeah. solving problems that you may or may not have the answers to, or or you're not even sure of the full question, it's like, um, then then entrepreneurship's fun. Yeah, it, it, it
1: actually is. It, it yeah. really is. It's perp- it's purposeful, you know? Absolutely. And so that's,
0: mean, you know, that's that, I, I love that story and, you know, I, part of this podcast is, you know, the reason I do this is just to learn people's stories of kind of how they found what they're doing now. And yeah. how did they do it? Like you jumped, you know, I mean, you, you found it and had been thinking about it, but then at some point you got to let go of that really well-paying job and say, I'm all in because I agree with you. Focus is key. I mean, I, that's a consistent theme from people on the podcast is, you know, I just needed to focus. So I jumped
1: and, and you know another thing kurt is is i I have a real strong belief in timing yeah you know and i think i think every you know as long as you're being productive and you're being you know you got kind of a positive way of living and you're not you're not self-deprecating you're not shooting yourself in the foot every minute but if you're that type of person that's being productive there's there's a timing you know like that first company that i might have started to start i'm i am so like i was kind of devastated that it at the time yeah didn't work out I look back now I am a thousand percent happy that it did not work out you know like it's just, I'm so glad that didn't work out right. now. And looking yeah. at where I'm now and then I look at what happened here you know that it was the time to do it when I did it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know and if I went to did it I'd still be doing what I was doing and I would have missed the boat you yeah. know? so yeah. timing is kind of a It's a big thing, too. And and when opportunities present themselves, just the your stomach will be in knots. You'll lose sleep if you should do it or not. But how I looked at it, I'm not saying how anybody else would look at it, but how I looked at it, it was I do not want to live in regret 20, 30, 40 years from now, looking back in old folks home saying I should have did this. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what that's what got me off the off the left. (laughs) (laughs) there.
0: Yeah that's awesome. So um let me ask you I'll kind of wrap up with sure. the last question that I kind of ask and we've talked about it so I kind of know what your advice is going to be here but I always try to ask you know if you know somebody you think of the people listening to this podcast and they're sitting there on on the fence and you know thinking about taking this leap or have kind of a dream I mean I, I always try to say what would you what would be your advice to someone thinking of doing something they've dreamed of.
1: So of course, you know, when I was young, I never thought, you know, Cedar is my dream or anything like that. My dream was always to have success and and, and no matter what I do. Right. I think to anybody sitting there contemplating if they should get into this or not, you got to ask yourself, you got to, you got to put a mirror in front of you first and you got to ask yourself, are you the type of person that likes challenges? Are you the type of person that, that has that, won't give up attitude, you know, and if you're not, I don't know if this is for you, <laughs> you know, and, and that's just as truthful as I, as I can get because I really don't think it is for everybody. Right. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think everybody is, you know, there's not, absolutely nothing wrong with not being an entrepreneur. That, that, that's just it. Right. Because I, and in all honesty, if you're not built for it, it, it it's horrible. <laughs> it can be no. a horrible thing the challenges the the stuff that comes up you know constantly trying to tweak this and that but if you're the type of person that likes that then get off the fence and do it <laughs> that's my best advice you yeah know?
0: and and yeah that's great advice and just get off the fence i um, knew that was going to be part of your advice. <laughs> well, I really appreciate your time. This has been fun, kind of like learning your story. Uh, if somebody wanted to learn more about you or Cedar Sense or, or just get in touch with you, what would be the best way to do that?
1: Yeah. So we we do a lot of stuff. We do a lot of uh, uh, social media on Facebook. We're on YouTube, Cedar Sense, uh, just like your five senses, S-E-N-S-E. Uh, we i do have a podcast on spotify it's called the michael Vale project my name is michael Vale. uh mm-hmm. the mvp we call it and oh, uh, cool. yeah and we're on linkedin like i said linkedin facebook youtube and we're on it we're on all of them facebook that's great
0: well i'll make platform. i'll make sure all the links are in the show notes but um
1: we have a website great, you know, in
0: case somebody wants to learn more about you or or um some of your cedar products
1: yeah, if you want to learn about the products, go to our website. You know, Cedar Dash Sense. That's where you're going to learn the most about that. If you want to learn about me, probably the, the podcast. I, I talk. It's therapy. It's almost like therapy. For me. <laughs> oh this yeah.
0: No, it's fun. You know, the, the same same with this podcast. It's fun for me to kind of just chat with people and learn yeah. the lessons. And you know, every, um, it. I guess therapeutic is a good way to describe it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Kurt.
0: <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Um, definitely appreciate your time and, and being on the podcast. So.
1: Yes, sir. All right.
0: Have a great. Day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Leap to Purpose podcast. You can learn more about us and join the community at leaptopurpose.com. See you there.